Sentire Media. Ciao a tutti and welcome to Venice Talks, a podcast series about Venice in Italy. My name is Monica Cesarato and I am a Venetian food and travel blogger. I'm going to put my insider knowledge at your disposal to help you discover Venice at 360 degrees. Each week I will be chatting to the people who really matter, the Venetian. So follow me on the discovery of his artisans, writers, fashion designers, artists, glassmakers, bloggers and much, much more. Come to visit Venice the right and sustainable way. You can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com and also on all social media. Enjoy the episode! Welcome to Venice Talks, episode number 8. This episode is sponsored by LEM Venice. Luxury bags 100% made in Veneto with fine leathers. You can find them on www.lem.fashion and on Instagram as at lem.venice or you can visit their store in Venice in Corte Perini 5483 Castello. Hi everybody, welcome back to Venice Talks. Today I have a very special guest. Her name is Stefania Giannici and she's the owner of Paper Owl. And she is an amazing artist who works with paper. And trust me, she does everything with it. Ciao, Stefania. How are you? Ciao, Monica. I'm fine, thanks. And you? Busy, 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 busy September. So it's always a bit busier in Venice, as you know. So what do you actually do with paper? Okay. Apart, apart from uh, ruling the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with paper, I create um, normal kind of stuff uh, that are usually made with paper, so boxes and block notice. Uh, but I also create, as you know, um, mobiles, so decoration mm-hmm. for home. Mm-hmm. Uh, small boxes with miniature of Venice or other places uh, depend also on, on uh, customized requests mm-hmm. and jewelry, pieces of jewelry. Okay, now let's start from the beginning and then we'll talk about all your beautiful work. Um, how did you get into this? Um, I was four years old. When oh, my father... Okay, we're talking that far? <laughs> <laughs> yes. We go, okay, okay, we only go up an hour. So, okay, right, she was four. No, I'm kidding, go on, go on. I was just four when my father decided to uh, gift me mm-hmm. a book of origami to play okay. with me. Uh-huh. And that was the start of everything. Because oh. uh, was the way I start uh, knowing paper... Uh, mm-hmm. Japanese paper that, as you know, is one of the specific uh, mm-hmm. kind of paper I use. I like to use in my work, mm-hmm. and also was oh, I can I can say that was the start of my pleasure of uh, uh, having paper in my hand. I don't know how mm-hmm. to say in another way. So um, to me, first of all, is a tactile pleasure Uh so I I like to manage it I like to have in my hand 
Uh-huh. Okay. And you, I mean, I see you working guys that you, sometimes she posts, she, she's very active on Instagram and she posts these wonderful videos where uh, Stefania is creating from earrings to necklaces to boxes. It is unbelievable. But the uh, speed to which she rolls with pieces of paper is just like, uh, uh, sometimes it's hypnotizing. <laughs> <laughs> if I can say our watching you doing, you know, rolling and rolling and rolling. But we can say that this one is, uh, uh, um, how can I say, it's quite amazing to see every art crafter, every artist making something, oh, even yeah. if you go in a glass uh, of course beater or a glass uh, yeah uh, but, we, but we're talking about you today so yeah i know i <laughs> let, mean let, let me be, be let me be proud of my friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can yeah, but okay. it's also to say that it's obvious that when you see someone working mm -hmm. and it seems so simple mm -hmm. uh what is doing what is making yeah um it is always a beautiful thing to to do so even if you see someone sewing and is so um expert in doing it and, and so on so to me yeah. it, it is beautiful to see but people should also realize that uh, what you make it uh, you know you make it look faster because after years and years and years of experience uh so there is uh, a lot of work behind the little gesture that looks so simple yeah and i also have to tell you that you make it simpler mm -hmm. the most you re you repeat it yes of course of course because it, it, in a sort of way you enter in the material mm -hmm. uh, i don't know if you get what i'm saying see, see, see. you become you and the material become one thing yeah okay because because you know every characteristic so of course of mm. course whatever is a bead whatever is a piece of paper whatever is a piece of wood you you work with so long with a with a with a material that uh, your hands can say but immediately you know if there is something wrong if he's not doing what you're supposed to be doing am i right yeah in fact you know that sometimes i can also for example do an origami without looking at it at it yeah I know that's what I'm saying. It's amazing <laughs> to watch you because sometimes I go into her shop and she's just chatting. And while she's chatting, and I'm like, look, completely hooked on what she's doing. She's there chatting, blah, 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 blah. And she's all of a sudden, she's done about 20 earrings or something like in about five minutes. <laughs> go like, all right, okay. So you were saying you started at four, okay? Mm -hmm. So you got your first, uh, let's say, flame okay but for or paper is not for, pa for paper is not good to say flame <laughs> no crash crash yeah the first crash the first uh, let's say you, your first excitement the first love for paper and then how did you develop um some of the things that i do are um i'm i'm a self um Thought. yeah mm -hmm. In some other things, I've done courses, free courses, uh, for example, with other people who works with paper or in the academia to understand mm -hmm. how to make, for example, <clears throat> sorry, boxes mm -hmm. uh, or how to decorate paper. So to me, is a mix of things uh, 
that mm -hmm. brings me to the expertise that I have today and mm -hmm. also um, the kind of object that I create. So mm -hmm. I have mixed uh, different things together. Different techniques, different papers, different yeah. feelings. Yeah. Yes. Also because I think one of my, the most pleasure thing that I, um, that I feel when I make something with paper is to um, non mi viene la parola in 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 inglese yeah, is what, to, what's, in, what's in Italian um, è di um, provare a, cioè di mettere sempre alla prova il materiale ah ok to always to prove uh, yeah. yeah to try to give a material to to his best to do you know to try to, and try and try until you get the best out of it yeah so to prove the material and sort of to to put it uh, on the limit to I push don't know it to, yeah, yeah. yeah to push it to the limit okay okay that's interesting and when did you actually start uh, when was the passage from uh like a child a hobby to a profession um i don't really know the passage <laughs> okay yeah because so are you actually something... being working as a child labor <laughs> no no i mean i mean that it was uh, perhaps i was working in a way that was uh, as precise as now mm. even if i was not doing it for work mm. as a job okay it, and it was my hobby mm -hmm. but it, my level was that high we okay. can say yeah so the, the the motivation that brings me to to make it like a job mm -hmm. was not the level so my my own uh, yeah your capacity uh, your ability yeah, yeah your ability yeah but the moment i have decided that i was starting and started again doing a new job uh, for mm -hmm. many reasons i don't want to explain now and I look at myself and I tell to myself, okay, perhaps you can do something your own mm -hmm. because uh, you don't want to start again something new to quit again next time. Mm -hmm. So it was another kind of passage. I don't know how to say, N not, not a uh, decision uh, make on my expertise, but a decision make on my moment of life, we can say. Mm -hmm. How did you, because you're not from Venice, you're from Verona, how did you end up in Venice? That was for chance. Okay. And perhaps was another reason that pushed me to open the, the shop. Mm. Because uh, uh, the first person who come and live in Venice was my uh, now husband. And that mm -hmm. time was just my uh, okay. boyfriend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... And the idea that he came in Venice uh, uh, convinced me that this one was uh, the right place to open a, a shop as I was thinking about. Mm. Because I was thinking about the shop, but I was not sure about Verona as the right place to mm. open it. And when did you open the shop here in Venice? In 2013. Okay. Oh, next and, year is going to be 10 years. Yeah. Ooh, big celebration. <laughs> big celebration. Yeah, even because I will 
changed something in my life, in my job life that I can't say now. Okay, you can tell me after, <clears throat> off, off, offline. Off, yeah, you know, I can off tell you airway. offline. Yeah, you can tell me after. Of, oh, I'm going to know, you're not going to know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's good so wow wow it's, a, it's nine years of wow it's uh gone so fast and um you uh have you always ha- no okay my question is on what did you actually start to create first the jewelry or the boxes or the mobiles what was the first uh, works of art that you start to create with paper the first four work of arts were jewelry and mobiles Okay. And uh, the first occasion to exhibit them mm-hmm. was in Verona, in a shop that is a, uh, a shop of two um, art collector mm-hmm. of um, Asian art, uh, mm-hmm. 18th century, plus or minus, that they have this shop of um, jewelry and other pieces mm-hmm. of art. And they gave me the possibility to 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 exhibit uh, the first time uh, with my jewelry pieces and my mm-hmm. mobiles also right. because they they were exhibit something that was uh, in communication we can say with my work because they were exhibiting in that time katagami that is uh, uh, the kind of stencil that in japan is used to decorate uh, um first of all um fabrics mm-hmm. but in second time also paper so there okay. was a link between the exhibition that they were doing and my kind of work we mm-hmm. can say and when did you actually start uh, making boxes because you don't just do the little boxes with the venetian miniatures but you actually create boxes uh on order uh hat boxes boxes to put books in it boxes to put clothing in it but and with very particular styles of uh, decorations and so on when when did you come up with this idea i think was the second year of the opening because uh, first of all i've started with the idea of jewelry as the main product uh, and uh, as i said some pieces of uh, um, mobiles around Mm -hmm. Uh, because my first uh, idea was to to um, to bring uh, just the jewelry as the main piece, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and also to add to the paperwork uh, the goldsmith uh, work mm. uh, because I, I I also have that kind of uh, expertise uh, even if mm-hmm. I decided not to use for the shop that I have now. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it was the second year because in the second year I realized that it was too difficult to uh, do together the goldsmith work plus uh, the paperwork. Mm-hmm. And so I have decided to, to close that part of the business mm-hmm. and continue just with paper. And so I've started to create other lines with paper the first mm-hmm. was the boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one was the Venice in a box, so the mm-hmm. miniatures. And then all the things that you know that I have yeah. every time new ideas. And I know. I need- <laughs> I know. She, every time I walk into the shop, oh, do you know, I do this now. Okay, let's add <laughs> this to the list. 
<laughs> and I think also what something that a lot of well, at least uh, some people might not know is that paper has always got and printing has always had a stronger uh, importance in Venice, right? So it's, you, you came from outside of Venice, but the actually art of working on paper and printing paper, because you do your own printing as well, it's uh, you do your own painting on, on paper. Okay. Also print sometimes, yeah. yeah. Um, it's goes a long way back in Venice, right? Yeah, it's true. In Venice, uh, uh, as a... Uh, in all the other places in, in Italy that they produce book uh, that mm. were famous for uh, book uh, mm-hmm. uh, printing, yeah. Uh, and do you know that in Venice, uh, the print was something quite um, um, famous also because yeah. during the... Um, um, oh, non mi termini. Yes. Um, uh, You're talking about when the church was burning over books. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The, yes. Yeah. At, at so, the moment, is escaping me as well, but uh, I know what you're talking about. A contra-reforma, the con- yeah. the contra-reforma. Uh, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. When the church, yeah. the Middle Ages, when they were burning over books uh, all over Europe. Yes. In Venice, uh, or oh, Venice was one of the cities in Italy that uh, used to print books uh, in a hidden way. Yes. So the book was the and center all, of this. All books, all sorts of books. That was an important yeah. thing. But it wasn't just uh, they were printing the books uh, by Jewish people. They were printing the books by Arabs. They were p- printing practically books from all over the world. Yeah. So in that time, uh, in Venice, the book binding was uh, quite... Uh, uh, yeah. And... Uh, in the book, do you know that the books in the in the ancient time, the cover of the book was in leather. Mm-hmm. So why the paper was so important? Because the inside of the book, so the third and the fourth of the cover mm-hmm. were decorated with paper. So right. the inside was in paper and uh-huh. the paper was decorated. And the way that they use it to decorate, the techniques that they use it to decorate paper... Mm-hmm. were different okay in italy the first techniques uh, and in venice too were the paste paper mm-hmm. and the printed one with the wood, wood blocks okay and after because this is something to tell to to people because the most of them they don't know mm-hmm. uh, it it came at the, at the end of the 18th century uh, the uh, marbled one so is the less uh, is the most uh, recent. Uh, recent is yeah. not the, the most uh, typical of Venice. Ah, okay. See, I didn't know this because usually, you know, let's say maybe to an untrained eye like me, the marble paper is the most appealing, let's say. And I thought it was one of the oldest. I, I didn't know actually the other way around. Okay. No, no. The oldest were the printed one with woodblock here in Italy because. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, the, the 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 marble paper was quite older in the north of Europe. Uh, uh-huh. The north of Europe was the first that developing that uh, kind of technique that mm-hmm. you know that come from uh, first of all uh, China mm-hmm. uh, and after it came uh, in in medieval time to uh-huh. Arabia. Uh-huh. And but Arabs uh, used to do it as um, a painting, so it was not something to 
um, user in a risguardo, so in a third and fourth of a cover. Okay. It was a painting, so it okay. was like a yeah, any other kind of art. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, so that is so interesting, and you do your own uh, paper. Mm -hmm. Which I, I do you know? I I decorate the paper. Yeah. I do not the paper. Oh the no no paper, I meant yeah. Yeah, no no I meant you decorate. Sorry, you, you're writing correct me. Sorry, uh, I knew what I meant, but it's correct that you said that. Yes, you decorate your own paper. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe you make your own. I don't know. You're so good. You probably could. <laughs> okay. No no no. I do not. I did not make make the paper. Because you probably would like. You would like to. Well, admit that. <laughs> I would like to. Yeah, I would I like it. because you know that I like to know to do everything. I know. Paper. I knew it. See see see. I knew. <laughs> so you do your own decoration which technique do you use then uh the paste paper is one of my favorite okay uh, how, even how if i can work? do how does that work um the paste paper is uh, a really simple technique because you need uh, a few ingredients to do it so mm -hmm. you need flour okay and you can use many kind of mm -hmm. i prefer to use the uh, uh cornstarch yeah, uh, also because, because let's just play. <laughs> Stefania, no, no, not, not for the no, reason. No, no, no okay, no, no. it's not. Okay, no, all right. Okay, I thought it was for that, for the end reason. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's, it's because uh, uh, the result is more refined. The result of the ah, color at the end is more okay. refined. Okay. And if you fold it uh, mm -hmm. and you do it with the normal flour, mm -hmm. uh, when you fold it, it, it uh, crush, crush, crunch. Yeah, oh, it crumbles. Know. Yeah, it crumbles. Yeah. Uh, it, with the other one, no. So to me, it's better. Okay. And I also use another recipe. So uh, uh, just to tell you the, the complete recipe, and then si, I si. tell you the, yeah, yeah, of the, the differences between. So the complete recipe is best flour, paste, paste made with flour. Flowers. Um, color mm -hmm. that you mix together. When you do the mixture, you put the color with the paste on the piece of paper, mm -hmm. and then you take off part of the color mm -hmm. with some combs that are made in a simple way with cardboard. So you cut the oh. cardboard, you create these combs of different sizes, mm -hmm. and you create the pattern that you prefer. Oh, that's easy. Well, it yeah, looks easy. It's... Now, you make it sound easy. Yeah, of course, <laughs> it's not easy, but let's say it sounds easy. It could be easy because uh, you can do it in a way that is not perhaps as refined as someone that do it every day. But mm -hmm. it's something that it, you can also try to do, for example. Mm, so it's true that to get a, a beautiful, have the best level, you have to improve yourself, mm -hmm. but it's something that you can try, for example, also with children. Mm -hmm. And I've done okay. I do courses sometimes with children. So it's something simple get, that could become sophisticated in a sort mm -hmm. of way. Mm -hmm. And I prefer this technique to the marble one, even if I can do also the marble one, mm -hmm. because I think... Um, it is more materic, the result, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you have a sort of 3D uh, effect, effect mm -hmm. yeah, 
and also the color the light of the color is mm. special and it's i prefer yeah yeah okay cool so let's go back to the story children mm -hmm. do you do courses in your workshop quite not so often so okay. i do courses but i used to cut the period of a uh, year for example january and february mm -hmm. in which i have less uh yeah, less yeah, yeah 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 but you do do them so if somebody gives you uh, a calls you send you an email uh if you are available but you're not in high season you can probably organize a course for children minimum numbers of course uh what's that, one no. hour two hour but better to better to be uh one person and, oh on a one-to-one yeah. -one. oh wow yeah. okay yeah because uh, i like to follow every yeah Thanks. every client in a in the best way i can so oh, okay uh perhaps uh, it could be done in um, in a family in a small group of three person uh-huh because if i have a father and mother or just father and or just mother and the children mm -hmm. could be a way to play together okay. okay but i prefer to have really small groups okay even because the space of my shop is not that big so yeah of course no but it, this is a great i think it's a great experience to try uh with the kids and also because paper van is something that can definitely uh, once i learn the technique from you is something that can experiment back at home uh and it's uh you know it's a good memory from venice to take back right yeah i think so i mm. think so and it's also something as i said that they can try once and they can repeat because mm. uh if they remember how to do of course i'm sure they can do it again and oh. paper is a good way to play mm. talking about paper and uh -huh. water uh -huh. 2019 <laughs> <laughs> okay so okay. for people that are listening before i'll uh, you tell us what happened to you in 2019 november 2019 was it the eighth i think it was wasn't it uh, November 2019, there was uh, one of the biggest aqua alta, the high water in Venice. Uh, practically, yeah. I think it was 90% of the city or even more really went really badly underwater. There was a huge storm. It was uh, really, really bad. Most of shops in Venice got really badly damaged. And so did Stefania shop. Uh -huh. uh, all I can say, I sat one morning, just one morning because uh, I was busy working as well. But one morning with a hairdryer, tried to dry her walls. <laughs> Still remember that. Uh, my God, come on, tell us what actually, you know, if you can just quickly tell us what happened the night that it happened, but uh, what you found when you went back. Okay, um, uh, um, the first thing that I have to say is that when I know that there is a um, high level of water, um, so that time was called uh, 140 or yeah, something like that. But it's like already that. very high, but let's say you could cope with it, knowing in advance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I usually go to the shop, even if it's uh, two o'clock uh, in the in the night mm -hmm. i go because i prefer 
to watch on it yes. and understand what is happening. So <laughs> for this, I was fortunate because I was there when it happens. Mm -hmm. But I was, I don't know how to say, I was not aware, but it's stupid to say because I was aware, but I don't know. We expected uh, a, night, uh, a level Yes. That was not the real level. Oh, no, no, no. Nobody was expecting what happened. It, it, nobody was expecting. So it's not like it, it caught you off guard because nobody knew it was going to happen. That's yeah, but it's also, yeah, it's true. But on the other side, when you are there and you see the level coming up, you can perhaps expect that something is going wrong. But, okay. You but, were hoping, you were hoping it wouldn't. On a side, on the other, it's silly to say, but when you have the paratia, so the, the water the stop, yeah, the yeah. Water barrier um, on uh, over the, the door, and yeah. you have the pump pushing yeah. out the water, yeah, and you see the level of the water inside your shop maintaining two centimeters three centimeters and not going down okay and not and not going down and not going too much up mm -hmm. you do not realize that if the level of the water go over the mm. level of your water uh, barrier water but water barrier means that the level inside the shop will reach in less than 10 minutes yes the level that you see outside the shop of course of course so because so so people understand but are listening in venice at the moment we have a system where we have a moses system but so far <clears throat> let's say so good is stopping events like the one from 2019 so far at the moment but <clears throat> generally in venice there is a system by People that have got shops or homes in the areas that tend to go underwater, they have water barriers outside of a door, either of metal or of wood, uh, to stop the water coming in. And most of the time, they have water pumps to pump out the water. And usually, the water level comes, let's say, slowly. So you've got time to pump it out. What happened at night instead is the water level was going up one centimeter a minute or something like that. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. 184, 185, we something reached. like that. We yeah. reached, yeah. So it, it was very crazy. So what uh, Stefani is saying is that, uh, you know, the, the level inside their shop wasn't going down, but, but that meant that the level outside was going up and pretty soon the water barrier wasn't good anymore. <laughs> because the water yeah. was pouring inside. So, so what, what happened? What, what did you do when you realized that? Uh, oh, okay. By the way, were you on your own or was uh, your husband with you? Uh, there was me, my husband with okay. me. But Thank God. The, as I said, in, in less than 10 minutes, uh, water comes in the shop. So you have to imagine that I was with all the all the top of my um, uh, working place uh, full of things that were saved uh, from the lower level mm -hmm. of the shop yeah so that part was completely uh, unavailable of course it was impossible to put something else on of course so uh, there was the most of the the things safe 
safe in a sort of way, but it was the level of 10 centimeters. Mm-hmm. But the water came inside for 30 centimeters or something more. I can't mm-hmm. remember. It was high, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, it was high. Yeah. Perhaps more, perhaps 40 centimeters. Mm-hmm. So that means that. Uh, some uh, drawers that I have, some other de- things that I have there, goes under the they level. So- of the- yeah, they got yeah. they got soaked. Yeah, they got soaked. Yeah, and you got paper. You know, don't have exactly metal, have you? So, till I was realizing, because I don't have just one thing in that level. I have many things. So, of course, I was you have realizing a shelf. how to, to, you know. Take, how do I, yeah, how do yeah, I take it out I'll, and dry yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, uh, and save it in a sort of way of before the, 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 the water is, uh, is coming too high. Of course. A- and my reaction was not that fast. So I, I started in, in uh, a time that it was not so fast uh, taking things uh, Mm-hmm. And trying to put some somewhere in a high place, uh, but was everything uh-huh. <laughs> full Piled of things? Up. Yeah, 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 of course, all piling and up. And so uh, it was, it was a panic for yeah. ten minutes. Oh After ten minutes, the the um, the light get oh, out. Yeah. Of course, yes, because you had a blackout. Because of w- course, yeah, because there was a blackout uh, that started from Capesaro. Uh huh. So, and yeah, so yeah. we were. In the dark. Uh, without light, yeah, in the dark. With and the it water, was, it was till... late at night because what was it, ten o'clock, something like that. It wasn't even early. No, it was. Uh, no, it was. I think uh, one o'clock that time. No, no, no. It was uh, no because I was up. I think it was late at night. It was, but it wasn't. I okay. Think it was from ten to between ten and twelve or something like okay, that. Okay, could be. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. It was yeah. but really I know. Too, Ali, yeah. it must have been crushing to see all your work all of a sudden you know of years because of course there was stuff that been sitting there you know all your work and stuff oh my god it must have been crushing for your soul to see the you know. first reaction reaction was tomorrow i close the shop okay my first first reaction reaction after i told myself no you have mm-hmm. to react Mm-hmm. Uh, so past 10 minutes and I start giving order to my husband <laughs> Poor no, man. not order not yeah, order but, no no I, I know you I know you orders orders <laughs> <laughs> to my man and yeah. I told him please uh we can please. roll this paper yeah. uh and you can uh, move uh, from my shop to house uh, to uh-huh. keep it the the safer that I can of course and to um to care about all the paper that yeah. was saved on the table so it was mm-hmm. safe with what not yeah. under the water and, 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 and then after uh, yeah sorry sorry yeah go and on. after i've started to decide what to do what what was gone inside the water mm-hmm. there was some paper there was some tallery that is the part that i used to sometimes book buying book, books mm-hmm. so there were many things wet really mm-hmm. wet yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. W- one good thing that you did though within a couple of days you go back on your feet you we you know rallying around people or whatever people came and helped you you cleaned up the place and you were 
practically back on with an open shop within a few days. And what you did, you did something very good. With all the damaged paper, you created other things. You didn't just yeah. throw it away. So that's, you know, that was a very good idea, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, as I told, uh, I start to, to understand what it was uh, really ruined. And a part of the paper that was ruined was the pep press paper. That is something that I used to create by think my things, but I also used to sell, just mm-hmm. sell. resell as paper Mm -hmm. and so I bring all these books because it came in books uh, at home Mm -hmm. and I put uh, and I start to open all the pieces of paper and put on on the surface of my pavement because I have Riscaldamento. Oh, uh, you have a, a ground floor. Uh, yeah, the yeah, central eating, a flora central eating. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, Mandy. Oh, <laughs> oh that's Mandy. Okay. That's <laughs> to, to to dry up. As, yeah, as fast as possible. Of course. And then brings in my mind. Okay, I can do something with the part that is not to ruin with of this paper uh-huh. because I don't want to throw it away. Of course. And I've decided to do. A collection of small block notice uh-huh. um, with a tag on them to close. Say, refer- and... Referring to the high water of yeah, 2019. Yeah, yeah, uh, do yeah. you have any left or did they go all sold? No, did they go? They go all sold. I have to tell that I have some of some pieces of that paper that you uh, still save. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. That's for you. Okay, right. La- one last thing before we close. Very big news a few days ago. You were future- featured in Vogue. Yes. Right. Tell us about. <laughs> so <that>. proud. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I'm proud. I'm your friends. I'm proud. So what actually happened there? Um, it happens that um, this year I had the fortune to be exhibited uh, inside the windows uh, dedicated to art artisan, uh, Venetian artisan, in Excelsior at Lido. Okay. During the all the period of summer. Was it was it relating to Homo Faber or was it something no. separate? It was separate. It was separate and was okay. related to the fact that you know that during the season of mm-hmm. opening of, of Excelsior, they used to exhibit different kind of, yeah, yeah, of uh, artisans, and sometimes they decide to change. So mm-hmm. it it was it was related to this the article, okay? Uh, because during the festival of uh, the Mostra del Cinema, the, mm-hmm. the, the film cinema festival, fest- yeah, the film festival. Um, uh, I think a person of Vogue come inside uh, the Excelsior okay. and decided to write the article. So, oh, that's good. That's yeah, very nice. And you were along some other uh, artisans from Venice, am I right? Yeah, um, there were. Uh, I can't remember no, all no, the names. Fine, but that's okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's a series of uh, artisans from Venice, so it's uh, deluxe artisans as well. So, Stefania. If somebody wants to come and see you in Venice, where is your shop? My shop, my shop is in Santa Croce. That mm-hmm. is um, a, a part of Venice, a sestiere or a mm-hmm. quarter, we can say in English, uh, that come from the train station to mm-hmm. Rialto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
plus or minus. And uh, my shop is not far away from Rialto, it's mm -hmm. quite near to Campo San Paolo and Campo Santa Maria Mater Domini. Yeah, you're in, in between the two, but yeah. you're on Google anyway. And if I want to find you on social medias? Uh, you can find me with the name Paper Owl with a double O. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can find also a selection of my products on my website, um, mm -hmm. web so shop shop on the website. And that the is website that... is www.paperowl. Um, no, sorry. Uh, I was remembering <laughs> the last... Uh, um, 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 website address. You oh, you yeah. change a website and I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go on. Uh, it What's is it? Uh, uh, mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. uh, dot paper owl with the double o. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh, I dot can't com. remember. Dot com. Yeah, I think yes. so. Yes, but still there is a www in front. <laughs> yeah, could be, could be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, don't worry. We will, I will, um, at the end of the episode, I usually tell back the, the name of the website. So I'll go and check it before uh, for you, okay. But they can find you on social media, on Instagram, on, on um, Pinterest. On Facebook. And on Facebook and on Twitter as well, right? Always as Paper Owl. And now on TikTok. Oh, you're on TikTok too. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, because I got to say she makes amazing videos. I always see them on Instagram, but obviously you probably uh, send them over from. Oh, you're in TikTok. Oh, you're a TikToker. Okay. Yeah, we can okay. say. Let's yeah. say like that. <laughs> you actually like it, do you? Oh, I can't. I can't get into TikTok. Sorry, it's just. Uh, I tried it. No, it's just not me. It's just not me. So. I, it's yes, the same for me, but I thought that I have the same. Now, I, do you know that this is something quite new? You have mm. the same format uh, of mm. video yep. on TikTok. So yeah, but if I, I got to do it for two things, it just drives me crazy anyway. I know, <laughs> me too, but I yeah, have right. to. <laughs> yeah, but you do it for yourself. I got to do it for God knows how many people, you know, that's the problem. <laughs> Okay, Stefania, so you will not tell us what the next thing is, but you'll tell me, but I'll, um, okay. What's, uh, very quickly, plans for the future? That will be a good plus for the future, but I can't tell you. Ah, okay, I said, okay, never mind. Yeah, okay, we'll yeah, have another yeah. interview in six months' time. Yeah, and you can could tell be, us. could be. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay that's fine, good. Okay, listen, it was lovely talking to you. I know you worked all day, so you're tired. I'll let you go. And uh, guys, uh, she's uh, she's amazing. She's just as fun as you heard her on the, on the talk. And uh, she is mesmerizing to watch when she's... Uh, just rolling away on a little paper. It's amazing. Steffi, thank you again and have thank a great you so much. evening. Thanks. You darling. too. Thank you. Thank ciao you. Bella. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. A big thank you to Stefania of Paper Owl. You can find Stefania at www.paperowl.com. That is paper, O, and then the word owl. Thank you again for listening. If you want to book a food tour or a cooking experience with me, you can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com or at cookingvenice.com and also on all social medias with the handle at Monica Cesarato and at cookingvenice. Feel free to leave a comment or write to info at monicacesarato.com for more information about the people featuring the podcast or Venice. Bye-bye! <music>
Sentire Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.